All right, guys, welcome back to the MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. It's the second podcast here. Just recap UFC 281, that epic card. Now we're going to preview UFC Vegas 65, which, uh, to be honest, is not the greatest card. But I'm still going to watch it. Obviously, I know you are, Marcel. I mean, we always do. There could be some fun fights. I think it could be a bit of a sleeper card. There's some fun fights on it, like stylistic matchups. But, like, the, the names aren't big, right? Having said I am looking forward to it. Marcel, how's it going, man? Again, and, and any initial thoughts, I guess, on this card, too? Yeah, man, all good. Still feeling sexy, obviously. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, uh, <clears throat> I mean, this card, there are a few fights I'm interested in, but uh, for me, the main event is an absolute stinker. You know, I mean, this is like putting this is like we did, we don't have a fight, a main event fight. Let's call Derek Lewis. You know, that's how I feel about this main event. Yeah. Um, not really one I'm looking forward to. Can be a fun one, can be an absolute sucky one. Um, and I think there wasn't any much other possible to put on the main event. If you looked at Kutelaba as the co-main event. No, you know, this so, fight. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, you know, maybe uh, water down the pay-per-views a little bit more. Yeah. They could have put, uh, they honestly... The you got some prelims like the Ryan Span against Dominic Reyes it could have been on this card. You know you could have put that as a main event. Although you know? the fight didn't last that long. Anymore. Yeah, but we don't know that before yeah, the fight. Sure. You know what I mean? So uh, sure. yeah, that that's how I think about it. But this fight, I, when I remember I, I was doing a nap, and I went I woke up and I saw this one announced on on Twitter. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense for Derek Lewis to get a step down in competition after losing twice. You know. And then I seeing uh it was a Brazilian, the Brazilian UFC page. It's like uh, uh Luta Principle. I was like, come on, it's main event. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Get That's how comments. I think about it. Anton, what's up, man? Glad to have you back, buddy. Joe, what's up, man? You're just, uh, he's talking about JDM, Jack Dylan Madeline. We're talking about him in a few minutes. I think he's really good. We'll talk about him. He should he's be co-main, in my opinion. Probably, right? Like, I think they're building him up. These cards use the limits. I think the card will probably end up being pretty good. I'm actually mm-hmm. thinking there's going to be a lot of knockouts in this card. But, again, the names aren't big. What's up, Sinister? How's it going, man? Natalia Silva fan clubs here. We've got Beercha and Marcel. What is it, like, you, like, Netherlands guys, like, love her or something? Like, it must be something in the water there. No, we, we got more. We got more. Yeah, Anthony. We got love we got her. All you horny bastards, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, too. I mean, how do you not? This girl's awesome. Let's just get into it. All right, she's she's actually opening up the card, which is great. So we get to talk about Natalia Silva. She shouldn't open the card, man. To be really honest, you love this girl, Marcel. Yeah. You're in love with her. Marcel is the biggest simp for this girl I've ever seen. Actually, that's not true. You guys in the chat are all you guys in the chat. All right, let's get into the first fight. We got Natalia Silva taking on Teresa Bleda, who didn't get a contract on on contender series, but eventually got signed anyways. I guess no one wanted to fight Natalia. That's probably what I'm thinking happened, and they were like, "All right, well, you're gonna fight her. You're gonna get a contract." Odds of this one, Natalia Silva, minus 165, plus 140 on Teresa Blade and Marcel. I'll, I'll let you uh, start this one off, man, because I know this is uh, you're part of the fan club, so go ahead. First of all, Blade is, uh, is kind of bigger than Natalia, but so was just mm-hmm. mean, just sort of vicious as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Blade is super young, 20 only. You know, mm-hmm. she fought Contender Series uh, recently, got that win over Nayara Maya. She was one of the few winners of the Contender Series that would not get signed. Now she is with the UFC. I think she's a very good fighter, you know, but uh, the problem is she's fighting Natalia Silva, you know. Uh, Natalia Silva uh, got that great win over Jasmine, just sort of vicious last time out. You know, she was a pretty 
moderate underdog in that fight mm-hmm. coming in. Uh, she came uh, in the UFC. She was supposed to actually fight in 2021 already, but she got an arm injury, I think. She got surgery on it. Came back. She looks super solid, man. She looked good on the feet. She looked good on the ground. Just an overall good performance. Um, and now against Blada. I think Blada is pretty, pretty good. I think she can make it a good fight with her. You know, I, I still think that Natalia Silva will win. I don't think she finishes her. I think it goes to a decision. But I think it's a very competitive fight. Blade is not a bad fighter at all. So looking forward to this one. I think this is way too low on the card, dude. This it's fight. a good fight, man. You yeah. know, this one's tough, I think. I think it's harder than it looks, guys. I got to be honest. Like, because of the things Marcel just said, like, this girl is five inches shorter, six inches reach, and the other girl is only 20 years old. Like, she's going to get better. And she's also kind of a wet blanket, right? She can hold you to the ground. You saw that. Um, not the most exciting fight, I don't think, Blade. That's why they didn't sign her first, but she's still good. Um, but man, I mean, how do you not pick Silver right after the last fight? Like, I have to pick her here. So I'm just saying there's something telling me, like, it's not as easy as it looks, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, whenever someone goes from being like a big underdog to like being the favorite, that always kind of makes you um, question things a little bit more. But like I think, Victor Henry. Right? Sorry, like, Victor, like Victor Henry. Yeah. I mean, well, this was that, that was minus plus 400 to minus 400. Yeah. This one's like, I think it was like what plus 150 or plus 200 against Jasmine. Yeah. The line was crazy, like you said. I think she wins because I just think what I saw that fight, like whatever that fighter was that fought Jasmine back in, in uh, June, that was beyond impressive, right? And she's already had a UFC fight too, and she's we got those jitters out of the way. I think Blade is gonna win a lot of fights on the UFC, man. I think she's pretty good. Like, I don't think she's the most exciting fighter, guys, but I think she knows how to win. Um, and again, only 20 years old, Marcel. So the same time, you know, the other girl has got 19 fights compared to six. That's something in Silva's favor. I just was so impressed by her performance. I think she's the better striker, right? I think if she can keep this fight standing, I think she'll win the fight. Um, and also, obviously, she's dangerous on the ground to her submissions. Like, she's just a good, solid fighter. I have to pick Silva, but again, there's my spidey sense is saying this is not as easy as it looks. That's all I'm saying, yeah, guys. I agree. You know, that's that's, just, that's all it is. I think Blade is good, man. I don't think she's bad at all, bro. Um, some ta- good talent coming through wins fight. I agree. Silva by knockout. It's interesting. Um, maybe. Maybe. She has a few. Fight doesn't go distance. Uh, so double chance, sub knockout. <sighs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, I think uh, I think she wins, but again, I think Blaze is good too. So and I'm with I'm with George too. Like this fight should probably be another card. By the way, this guy's hilarious. He thinks that they'll make pretty Latin children. Well, Marcel's gonna make a pretty uh, Latin slash uh, Dutch child with her, so I'm just joking. Um, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have Brady Highstand taking on Fernie Garcia. My boy Cole Sheldon, shout, shout out because he interviewed both guys. And Cole always interviews these guys who are like on the bottom of the cards. Wanted to give him a shout out. It was a great job. Um, also, this one, uh, Brady High Stand minus 155. Fernie Garcia plus 135. Let me just start on this one, Marcel. I'll start this time. Um, really high on Brady High Stand. I picked him to win tough. The fight, I know that he lost to Churchill's, but the fight was very close. Different judges could have won the fight. Taking a year and a half off, which, you know, is not great, but he's so young. He's only 23 years old. He's going to get so much better during that time off. Fernie Garcia is also a young guy. He's, he's only 30. Um, but, and I know he had that nice win on Contender, but man, that, that performance with Junior Yusum did not impress me at all. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. I thought he looked pretty bad in that fight. And now he's fighting a really good prospect who I think could take him down. I think he can take him to the ground and, and grind him out a little bit. Fernie's never been finished, so I, I feel like it probably goes the distance and high stand wins the decision. But I actually think he, I, I like him quite a decent bit in this fight, Marcel, and the line's really low. So I gotta go pretty high stand, guys. What do you think? Of, what do you think about him, man? Here, man, you think he wins? 
Uh, man, I don't know. I, I really like Brady as well. He's a great fighter, I think. Um, I got to say, I picked Torosos to, to beat him in the final, and he did. It was a close fight. I think yeah. it was a split decision. Um, Fernie didn't look good against Journey at all. I, I expected more of his, but I've been a long time lover for uh, for Journey uh, for uh, for Fernie Garcia's fights. I think he's really good, you know, but he still has a lot of uh, development to make. Um, by the way, can you delete that guy who was uh, being an idiot? Oh, sorry. Uh, Thank yeah. you. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going with a gamble here. I'm taking Fernie by decision, oh, but okay. I wouldn't be so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Brady wins. I think it's much closer. That's fair. See, I'm with Anthony. I, I kind of thought he'd be a little bit of a bigger favorite because Fernie looks so like mediocre in his last fight. But I guess the layoff, you know, he only has one fight in the UFC. I get it, but I think he wins. I like him here. Next fight, we go to the women's uh, strawweight division, Marcel. Vanessa Demopoulos taking on Maria Oliveira, another one of your favorites, Marcel, this one. Uh, I think, right? She's another one of your favorites, Marcel? Maria Oliveira? Uh, not as much as, as Natalia, but I like her. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she was on that same card, that Austin card, which was crazy. Yeah. Um, this one is really close odds. It's minus 115, Oliveira, minus 105, Demopoulos. So the line could easily flip by the end of the week. Who do you think wins this one? Because this is like I think the closest fight, one of the closest fights in the card. The other one would be Fialo Salco. That's my one thing each. But what do you think of this one? You, you with the Greek background, go first. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a competitive <clears throat> fight, but I'm leaning towards Oliveira. I'm going to tell you why because I know that the Mopas has been taller and longer opponents, but like ten inches of reach, guys, fifty nine inches, which I believe is the shortest. To Corey McKenna, I think fifty eight to sixty nine inches in this fight. Sit four inches of a height. And I get it. Like maybe it could play to her strength. Maybe she'll get a takedown really easily, possibly. But I don't know. Like Oliveira, I think on the feet, honestly, I think she can outstrike her. I was, I thought the last fight she looked really good in. You know, one thing that is interesting is uh, Tabitha Ricci is like best friends with the Vanessa, and she obviously fought Oliveira and she she beat her. So there's probably something that she can learn from her. But like, I don't know, man. I'm just not sold on Vanessa Demopoulos. I got to be honest with you, like. I like her, like, I, I like, you know, the, the thing where she jumped into Rogan's arms, that was awesome, and, like, I think she's, you know, she knows the sport well, she's commentating and stuff, but, like, I don't know, like, she's my age, she's 34, she's just, you know, kind of, like, getting better now, like, she's a little bit older, you know, and honestly, like, the Junior Frey fight, she probably should have lost that fight, and also the, the Juarez fight, before she got the armbar, she got brutally knocked down, and then jumped in, the other girl jumped in the armbar. I'm just not sold on her myself. I don't know, like, Maybe she wins, but I'm not completely sold on her. I'm not sold on Oliver either, but like I did like what I saw in the last fight against uh, DePaula. And if this fight's on the feet, I think she outstrikes her and wins the decision. So Oliver by decision, that's my pick in this one. What do you think? I wish you, man. I'm also picking Oliveira by decision. I think she can, she can keep it standing. She can pick her shots, and uh, she does what she did against Gloria DePaula. She can get the win, and uh, I'm I'm with you there, man. I'm also with uh, Maria Oliveira. I think it will be a close fight, but uh, at the end, I think she answers it out. Yeah, fair enough. Edging Maria. That's what I'm thinking, too. Um, did you guys see the interview? I did see that with Dana. That was the guy who was talking about Stipe. I don't know who that was. I honestly have no idea who that even was. Marcel's been on fire with this pick. He's been good. Vanessa Demopoulos, ML. I know it's going to be a popular event this week. Also, I know she was on Clint's uh, podcast. She did a guest like appearance on on his podcast. And I know like like people like her. I get it. She's popular, but I don't know, Marcel. I, I I just can't get past the ten inches of reach. Like that's a lot of reach giving up. Like I'd like to see the stats. Of, you know when they put the bottom of the screen sometimes they'll put like this fighter's like this the age gap has won so many fights in the last ten years. I'd like to see like what 
overall like wins and losses have been for like 10 inches of plus of reach because that's a lot of reach. So if she can't get her to the ground, Vanessa, she's going to lose this fight, I think. Like, she barely beat Jinyu Fry. And I think this girl's a better, you know, not, I don't know if she's the better, but like she's more in her prime, right? All right, next fight here. Ricky Tercios against Kevin Natavita. And we just hope, Marcel, that Ricky Tercios fights better than his last fight against uh, Amy Zahab because that was just, wow. Um, odds for this one. Tercios, minus 165, quicksand, plus 135. You can start on this one. Yeah, I mean, Natividad hasn't looked good in the UFC at all. No. Um, <clears throat> and I think the UFC wants to have Tursos get a win here. That's what I think. That's yeah. why they made this fight. Um, yeah. Tursos, uh, he, uh, he won the ultimate fighter by by uh, beating Brady, split decision, right? And um, then in the last fight against Zahabi, was a horrible fight, <clears throat> which he put on. Oh. Uh, was screaming the whole time as well. Very annoying. Uh, but I think he will likely beat Nativi that man. I'm going with a decision win for tour shows, but it's not a fight I'm really looking forward to. I'm with you. I mean, how can you pick Nativi that? He's looked so bad in the UFC. Like, he's worked worse than Ricky. I also think that this is a fight that the UFC is setting him up with to win. If he can't win this fight, I think he gets released. I really do. I think they're fighting for their job. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. It's just Nativi that looks so bad, man. I don't get it. Like, he actually looked really good in LFA coming up. Like, he looked like a decent <laughs> prospect. The guy looks so bad in the UFC. His chin looks terrible. He's got a lot of quick knock losses in his career. I actually think that he could get knocked out in this fight, but you know, Tercios is more of a decision guy. That's that's probably why I would lean decision. I'm just saying, like, he could knock him out too. So that's something that maybe keep in mind is like a long shot prop, just because this guy's chin is just not very good. I'm looking at the odds right now. Tercios by decision plus 150, but by knockouts plus 550. I think he could knock him out. So we're on, we're on that one too. Um, even though again, Ricky looks so bad in his last fight, it's just for me. I have to fade one guy. I'm going to fade Kevin Nativida, who's been knocked out brutally in two fights. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Speaking of the guy who's got knocked out Kevin Nativida, we have Miles Johns taking on Vince Morales here, Marcel. This is a short notice fight for Miles Johns. Um, odds on this one are minus 165, Johns plus 140, Morales. So despite the short notice, he is the favorite in this fight. And I'll start on this one. I, I kind of agree with that. i got to be honest with you. Like I do think he wins this fight. Um, I think it's competitive again. But, you know, I think he's more of a well-rounded fighter, in my opinion. I think he can mix up the grappling and striking more. He is training with Kraus now, which is interesting because you wonder who Kraus is betting on in the fight he's going to bet on in the opponent because he's the underdog. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I just, you know, I know he got, like, caught for Adderall, which I don't really can see as a performance-enhancing drug. Like, it's not like it's steroids, you know. I think before that last year with Castanati, the guy was on a roll, knocking out people and looking great. Um, I think he's a pretty good fighter. Vince Rouse is a little good at times, but... I still think he can be taken down. Taking on defense, he he's 43%. I think Johns could take him down here as well. I think he can knock him out. I, I think Johns wins this fight. I think it's a good fight, matchup for him, despite the short notice. That's why I think he took the fight, because I think he thinks he can win it. I think he does win it. So I'll go with Johns' decision or possibly stoppage, but probably any decision, because Morales is pretty tough. So what do you think? I really like Vince, but I also think that Johns probably gets it done, you know, with this wrestling. Yeah. Um, I think um, probably decision. Uh, Vince is a fun fighter, you know, but um, for some reason doesn't click sometimes, you know, and um, I, I hope he, if he loses, he gets another chance because I think he's a fun fighter to watch. He has some fun, fun some fun finishes in the UFC as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I also think Johns probably wins a decision. Is Lewis Smoke on the roster anymore? Has he been released? Who? Lewis Smoke. Smoke has gone, I think. Okay, that, that makes sense. All right. 
Um, let's go to the next fight here. Oh, let's get some comments. Sorry. <laughs> the Maria Ricky Parlay. I mean, maybe. It's not Bay Local. He's talking about Poirier. You know, uh, we'll talk. Well, shoot. I wish you were in the other chat because we just uh, talked about 281. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Yeah. Jennifer Maya taking on Marina Moroz. Marina Rose, I think, doing Playboy, first UFC fighter, I believe to do Playboy. Is that, is that correct, Marcel? You would know. You would know. I you know. would know. <laughs> uh, pretty sure. One of my friends sent me a message about this. Um, pretty, pretty sure that's that's what's happening here. And obviously, fighting here now against uh, Ryan's actually the favorite here, despite being the lower ranked fighter. That's interesting. Moreau's minus one ninety. Jennifer Maya plus one sixty. You can start with this one, man. Who who do you think wins this one? Um, I think I think Maya will win probably. You know, I, I know Morose is on a nice on a nice win streak, three wins, but uh, that's dated already from 2019 to 2022. You know, it's like three win, one win every year, yeah. pretty much. Um, finally, she's fighting for a second time this year. She had a great performance against Maria Agapova, remember in March. Uh, Jennifer Maya, I know she's on a two fight losing streak, but it was against Caitlin Shukagian and Manon Fioro. You know, so it's possible. Um, I think Maya gets a decision here, man. This is like a typical fight that can go either way. You see a split decision probably either way, you know. I don't see finish. I'm going with Maya here. Yeah, she's the first UFC fighter to pose her playboy. I don't know if, the, if she's come out yet because I'm sure the pictures would be out there pretty soon. Um, You know what, Marcel? I'm with you on this one. I actually am picking Maya too. This was one of the underdogs that stood out for me, right? Like, I just don't understand the odds really. Like, I don't know why Marina is almost 2-1 to favorite. It doesn't really make sense to me. Like, Maya is the more proven fighter, in my opinion. I think she's fought better competition. Um, no, I'm getting me wrong. Marina's a good fighter. Like, she's proven that. Like, she's shown throughout her career that she's underrated a little bit. Like, remember, she submitted Joanne Wood in her debut. That was a big surprise. Remember that one? Huge mm -hmm. upset at the time. Even last night, Zagapova, it's so dominant. But I just look at the, co the competition. Like, Maya's losing to Mano Firo, Kaylin Chikagan, Valentina. Like, she's losing to literally the best. And I get it. She's not winning. But she's she's decently competitive. Like, even took a round against Valentina. Um, the Fiorro fight, I know she lost the United decision, but I thought it was decently competitive. I want to say she landed like a head kick at one point in that fight. Am I, am I mistaken? Maybe I think she did like landed a nice kick. Anyways, I think in this fight it'll be competitive, but I just think Maya can kind of like stay at distance, outbox her a little bit, and then maybe push her against the fence. I think it'll be really close. I just I look at this as like a coin flip type fight. Like to me, like this should be like minus one ten each. I think. And now you're getting plus 160. I, I mean, to me, there's got to be some value there, Marcel. So I'm with you. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jennifer Martin. And you, you said decision, right? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, grateful. Do what's up, man. Yeah. Over is a good play here. I don't see a finish in this fight. They're both very tough. Over is minus 350. I mean, it's juice, but it should be a winner. Um, yes, exactly. Remember that head kick? That's right. That's right. There was one nasty one. I stand Johns. I, I think they both win. What's up, Sergio? Uh, Islam Volk. Yeah, maybe. He could submit him. That fight's going to be crazy, man. I can't wait for that. His head might turn purple this time. Yeah, I think the competition, too. Happy for Honest, me. reads Playboy. Dude, no one actually Nobody reads Playboy. Reads Play <laughs> Remember that? That was the whole joke, like, oh, I'm reading the articles. Remember? Like, that uh, was the whole, like, joke all the years. I've never been... I, I never had a Playboy, but I think one time he went to... Um, you're going to laugh, but he went to, like, a camp, like a winter camp with my... I think we were in... I think we were like grade seven or eight. And I think someone had a Playboy and they were passing it over. <laughs> I, I have one. Right? You had one, eh? Yeah. Yeah, because um, at the store here, you got the, like the electronic stores, like with DVDs and Blu-rays yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, 
there was like a certain store uh, like the girls behind the behind the counter yep. they did a, they did a special so at the store they gave them away to all customers you know so and i i bought the dvd there so i got a free one everybody got a free one so that's why i have one Marcel can't no, open up, Marcel can't open up the pages anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're stuck together. But you know, he still got it. Anyways, <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one so here, Marcel. So I, I'm sorry, I just had to make that joke. All right, let's go to the next one here. Charles, uh, Charles Johnson. Speaking of uh, <laughs> spreading your seed, Marcel, we got the man with like 20 kids, Jagas Yumagulov, <laughs> taking on Charles Johnson. Energy. I think this could be a decent fight too. Um, Charles Johnson's favorite, minus 155, Jogas plus 135. Let me ask you, like, are you surprised that Charles Johnson's the favorite? And who do you think is going to win the fight? Um, I'm going back and forth with this one. Yeah. And I think it's a really difficult one, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think Jogas looked really good in this fight against Jeff Molina. And I think he got screwed in that fight. Oh, yeah. Molina. That was a horrible decision. Yeah. That's like horrible. And I'm happy, actually, they gave him another fight because I was like, he only got one win in his last five fights. He might get screwed here by the UFC, and they they let, let him go, but they gave him Charles Johnson. And Charles Johnson is a pretty good fighter, man. I like him a lot. Uh, got that uh, got that win over Carlos Moda in, uh, in LFA, where he got champion. Came to the UFC, I got pretty much out-wrestled by Mokayev. I'm still with Zumagulov here, man. I think Zumagulov wins. I gave him the decision. I think... Um, I think he wins. Both guys trained with each other, I think, back in the day as well. So uh, that's yeah. interesting. I uh, what camp would it be? ATT or uh, no? Uh, with Tiger Charles Tiger Johnson went to yes. Tiger a few weeks. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick Johnson. That was, that's my initial thought. Again, he's got a big uh, size difference here going for him. Mm -hmm. Five inches of height, four inches of reach, and I'll, like again, Jagas is one in four in the UFC with his one yeah. win against <laughs> Jerome Rivera. Who he didn't win a fight, I don't think. Right? Yeah. 0-4, and he really should have been 0-5 with that contender series fight. He should have lost that fight. Um, but the fights were competitive, right? Like, they were pretty competitive. Like, the Pavel fight was – I think he could have won that fight too, Marcel, and the Molina fight. So his record could be 3-2 and two instead, yeah. right? That's why I think they kept him around because they're like, you know what? Like, it's flyweight. They always need flyweights. Charles Johnson, like, he didn't look good against Muhammad, but he didn't look horrible either, like, against the guy who could just hold him down. He just got held down. I don't think this guy can do it to him. So I think he can shine a little bit, show his other skills. But again, there will be upsets on this card. This one I'm not 100% sure on. I'm just leaning towards Johnson. I, I'm with Marcel. I think the odds could be closer to you. And I don't blame you at all for taking a shot on uh, uh, Jogas. Yeah, yeah. Do you know so, what happened to that Roberto Sanchez guy? He was also a fly in the UFC. And he, uh, I think he fought Joby Sanchez at a certain moment. Roberto, uh, no, I think it's another name, isn't it? Not he, Roberto Sanchez, is it? Joby Sanchez. Little Furious, his nickname. He, he was also an LFA. I think he was a champion. Oh, it is Roberto Sanchez. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he went one and two in the UFC and got cut. He was in release since 2018. So. Yeah. Yeah, but he he had some decent fights too, right? Like, they were yeah. pretty competitive. I remember you talking about, he only fought like once or twice. John's the LFA. That's what I'm saying. John watches like more MMA than me. Like, every time I'm, I'm up, this guy's up at like three in the morning watching some card in like... <laughs> Some, somewhere across the world, which I love, by the way. I love the passion, man. Love it. Me too. Um, let's go to the next fight here. We got, oh, yeah. Open up the main card, guys. Jack Della Maddalena, one of our favorites here on the podcast against Danny Roberts, Hot Chocolate, who always puts on really fun fights. Odds for this one. This is, I believe, the widest fight on the card according to odds. Minus 490 right now for Jack Della Maddalena. I wrote an article earlier today. It was minus 450. So the odds are just going up and up. Danny Hot Chocolate, Roberts, plus 390. I'll start on this one, Marcel. I'm... 
absolutely 100% sure Jack Dolan Adelman wins this fight. I, and I'm confident he knocks out Danny Roberts. Um, there's no need to overthink this one, guys. This dude is legit. He is an absolutely precise, nasty striker. He's a sniper to the body, goes to the head. His striking is beautiful to watch. He just knocked out Ramzan Amiv. That was beyond impressive. Dan Roberts has been knocked out like three times in the UFC. His durability is not very good. He is a decent fighter. I think it's going to be a fun fight for as long as it lasts. I think it'll be a striking battle. I think Jack knocks him out. Honestly, I think he does it in the first round. So, a quick knockout here. Maybe you could look because, again, you know, knockout is minus 175. That's what everyone's going to pick here, right? You have to look for something even more specific to get really good odds, like Madeline in the first round by knockouts plus money. But again, that's very specific. That's what I think happens, though. I, I don't think yeah. you have to overthink this one, Marcel. I think he knocks him out. I think it's quick. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, beautiful setup for the UFC to, to put him on the on the February card in Perth. You know, yeah, 100%. Um, yep. yeah. first round knockout for Madeleine, Della Madeleine, I hear for me as well. Yep. Beautiful fighter to watch, beautiful striking. Yep. Um, I love it. Dude, I think dude is 26 or 27. He looks like 38, but he strikes like he's 20. You know, that's how, how young he looks. Or uh, with a I mean with a striking, how precise. So good. beautiful, beautiful to watch, man. Um by the way, his nose yeah. is like worse than Orlovsky's. Like it's got yeah, right? his nose is uh, like uh, east east uh, east coast and his uh, upper side is uh, west coast. It's insane but, uh, how bad it's been broken. Yeah. Guy, he's I a former rugby dude. player, right? He's tough as fucking nails. Yeah. I, I like him. Yeah, he wins, like 100% confident. Like, that's why the line's minus 500, but I think it's justified. I really think it's justified. Like, I just don't see how Danny wins this fight. This is an unwinnable fight, in my opinion. Um, I Again, that's knocked out. And uh, I think he'll probably fight the winner of Fialu and uh, Salikov on that Perth card, because that's the next fight, and I think that's what they'll do. That's what I think they do. Hmm. Jack by knocker, I think so, too. Again, you have to lay juice on it, which sucks, but I, that's what I think happens. Do you think Charles Johnson sort of lost that decision to Roy Val? <sighs> can't remember now it's been a few years in that fight in lfa but i can't remember you have to ask john john would know john beezer in the chat here our lfa expert all right marcel will go to the next fight here i just kind of uh hinted towards it a very fun fight in the ufc uh welterweight division between andre fialu and muslim salikov this is a great fight and the odds are minus one ten each so flip the coin literally and you'll pick a winner here give me your thoughts on this one man. who are you picking because this is the hardest fight to pick on the card apparently according to odds uh, it's pretty easy, actually. Oh. I think um, if Andre Fialo doesn't knock him out early, I think Salikov wins the high decision. That's yeah. what I think. And then it's the thing, do I think Salikov gets hit early in the fight? Probably very possible, you know? Yeah. But um, I think he learns from the Lee Jing Liang fight, you know, and he keeps his distance, picking his shots, and uh, even going for takedowns if possible, you know. I know he's more of a striking kind of guy based, you know, but he can mix in takedowns as well. Um, yeah, Salikov for me for a decision in this one. I honestly think it's the hardest fight in the card to pick. I'm really going back and forth, but ultimately I'm, I'm going to go with Fiala, but it's so slight. It's like 51%. It's just because he's 10 years younger. That's the only reason I'm picking him. Again, you know, I usually don't pick the older guy, and Muslim's 38. And again, coming off a brutal knock loss. So is Fiala, but again, he's only 28. Um, and before that, lost to Matthews, which that surprised me how good Matthews looked in that fight. That yeah. was impressive. You just don't want to get uh, with. Uh, how do you say that? You just don't want to get uh, Anita angry. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's the Portuguese guy, right? Well, yeah. Him and Cop. Um, I think I think he knocks him out. But again, I'm not confident. I'm not betting on this fight. I'm staying the fuck away from this fight from a betting perspective. My pick will be Fial just because younger guy and he's got the reach and height advantage. 
but Salkov is a good fighter still. I, I'm not counting him off because he got knocked by Lee. I think he's still good. And matchup-wise, it's actually a good matchup for him, to be honest with you. But again, Marcel, I just think the chin might be going a little bit. But it easily could knock Ophiel, and I could say the other, you could say the other thing around him. So <clears throat> uh, We are going to do a Bellator preview, yes. Like Salkov, fair enough. Uh, exactly, that's why I'm going to Fiali too. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Chase Sherman <laughs> taking on Waldo Cortez Acosta. This is a short notice fight. Chase was supposed to fight Josh Parisian a few weeks ago. Josh Parisian, I think he had an anxiety attack or a panic attack because his heart is fine, apparently. He's, he's saying yeah. that, which is good to hear. He's talked about this in interviews, Marcel, where he has panic attacks before fights, which is not good to have, especially in a sport like this. It's actually amazing that the guy's made to the UFC with the amount of anxiety he has. I think he really does need to uh, see a doctor and get on some medication because uh, that, that – you might not have a heart problem, but it will give you a heart problem. I'll tell you that. So yeah. as someone who's dealt with anxiety like his whole life too. So you, you got to get help for that. And I hope he does. Um, but I'm glad they booked Chase for a fight here. And, and got to be honest, I'm a little surprised Waldo took this fight so soon because he did eat a lot of leg kicks in the last fight, right? Against uh, Jared Vendera. But again, he is taking on technically a step down here. And Waldo is minus 210 and Chase Sherman is plus 180. I'm, I'm picking Waldo. I think he knocks him out. But, uh, you know, it just I'm just – Wondering why I took the fight so soon. I guess he's 100%. Because if he's, if his leg was still sore, he wouldn't have said yes to this, right? He would have said yes. You tell him that he needs to wait. Cortez Acosta by knockouts, even money. That's where I'm going with here. Um, I think that's the way to go. I think he knocks out Chase Sherman. And honestly, if he doesn't knock Chase out, he actually might get knocked out himself like late in the third round or something. Because Chase does have good cardio. But I think he knocks Chase out. Chase has been knocked out a bunch. Cortez Acosta. I just got back from Dominican. I got to pick the only Dominican fight. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with Waldo Marcel. By the way, man, it is hot down there. This guy, his whole life, he's been, you know, must have been training in some crazy heat down there, boxing or something. That, I don't know. Maybe that's why you don't see a lot of fighters coming from there to the UFC or to box, or I guess boxing more so. But I think the guy's good, man. I honestly do think he's good, and I think he'll win this fight. But again, he did struggle a little bit against Vandera more than I thought. So that's the only hesitation, but I think he wins. What do you think? Yeah, man. Salsa boy. Um, wasn't impressed at all against Jared Vendera, to be really uh, really honest. He won the first and the third round, but he ate made way too much leg kicks. Yeah. Um, was not surprised or was not impressed, but also, man, Chase Sherman isn't that impressive, you know? Yeah. Although I think <coughs> he looked better in his last fight, you know, against Jared Vendera. It's actually pretty funny both guys fought Jared Vendera in the last fight. Um, I know. That's why I like the matchmaking here, to be honest with yeah. you. I like when they have uh, a common opponent. I'm also with Waldo here, man. I, I take Waldo first round. Yeah, that's out. what I'm thinking too. And I think he doesn't knock him in the first round. It could get interesting because mm-hmm. Chase does have a good card. And he just knocked his last uh, third, knocked out Jared in the last fight in the third round. It's not true. How's it going, man? Sherman's wins Jared Nike. Yeah, I know. But he did knock out Jared and, and Waldo didn't. That's the only thing that's, you know, interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. PL's pals are weird. He didn't got some power, but his chain, I think, is questionable. Um, oops, uh, Aldo gets main card spots against Sherman and Vendera, but not Roman. Oh, Waldo, Waldo. yeah, Waldo. I was like, who's uh, Aldo? <laughs> Dogger passed Sherman's experience, yeah, he could win, he could, yeah, that's the only thing. Grateful Dead, like, I'm or Grateful Dude, I'm, I'm that's the only thing. But again, if his leg was sore, he wouldn't have taken this fight so soon. He would have said, I need more time to heal. Like, why would he say yes to this? It's not like I'm sure he needs the money, I think they both do, but like. They could have easily booked this next month in like Orlando, you know, where like Chase trains in Florida. They could have more so. So he must be fine. I'm just banging mm-hmm. on him being healthy. If he's healthy, he wins this fight. <clears throat> Let's go to the next fight here. We got, uh, okay, this fight should not be a co main event. I mean, come on. This... <laughs> like, 
I and I I love Kennedy. He's a he's a good dude, man. He takes care of his mom who's sick. Like he's yeah. a fun guy to watch. He's got a big heart. He's shown that throughout his career. But he should not be in a coming event, you know. And Cute Lava shouldn't be there because he's looked horrible lately. Anyways, Kennedy and Shagwoo and I am Cute Lava. Kennedy's minus one seventy five, which is interesting. There's a big favorite here against Cute Lava, who's always a favorite. Now he's a dog plus one fifty. People are down on Cute Lava. Um. It's hard to pick Ion, I think, Marcel, because he has been getting finished. But it wasn't that long ago he just destroyed Devin Clark. And he does have a lot of experience against, like, pretty high-level guys in the UFC. He has some nice wins. Not only that, but, like, his kryptonite is guys that can submit him. Now he's fighting guys, like, except for Mega Med, he knocked him out, right? He's fighting a guy here in Kennedy who's, like, not a submission guy. He did show a better ground game in his last fight against Carl Robertson. looked amazing. But, you know, Carl Robertson is a middle – like, he's, like, a middleweight. He's not a light heavyweight, let's be honest. Uh Kennedy is got some advantages here as far as like the size goes. He's always bigger. Marcel, he's got four inches of height, eight inches of reach. Um, and again, I just think his durability is better. I think that's why I'm banking on him with the kind of surviving a tough first round. It might look like that fight with uh, Carlos Alberg, you know, where he's getting teed off on and then the opponent gasses. I could see that happening here. I think Kennedy wins, probably knocks out Kutalaba like later in the fight. But Again, this is another one where I think you could see an upset here with Kutlov. I, w- I wouldn't bet on this fight, personally, but I, I think Kennedy, if he wins, will be like second, third round TKO. Maybe look at a round prop. I think if he survives the first, he wins. I don't think he wins in the first, so that's what I'm thinking happens. What do you think, man? I was thinking, why is Kutlov out of the blue, uh, blue corner? But they probably went to have the Moldovans in the same dressing room, you know? So um, let's be fucking him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually on the other side, man. I don't blame I, you. I, I think um, we saw Kennedy as well against Dao and Jung, and he was like yeah. covering up. <laughs> that was, I bet him in that fight. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Yeah. So he just showed up and was. That's the game plan, the Homer I, Simpson game plan, right? Yeah, and I think Kutilaba has the has the power to knock through that and to knock him out. So I'm going with a first round knockout for Kutilaba here, man. I want to see the odds on that, Marcel, because. Mm. I think again. I think we both have this. We both are seeing the same the fight. The same. It's either Ion gets the first round or he gets finished late. They ask yeah. if he doesn't get the first round finished. Do you think he'll gas out and get finished? Yeah, exactly. All right. So, Kutalaba by first round knockout is four plus. Okay, Kutalaba in the first round is plus four fifty. Him by knockout is plus two forty. I mean, there's got to be some value on that because that's the way he'd win the fight. Kutalaba by knockout in the first round is plus five fifty. That's interesting. I'm looking at Kennedy like by like second or third round um plus 400 second round plus 853 round there's not a ton of value you'd have to like take a specific uh method um don't want to get too cute though but i'm just saying like that's kind of the way i attack i wouldn't like love to like lay the money line here i'd rather take a, a long shot and a prop because i think that's the way the fight goes either early finish for ion or he gets knocked out late you guys think q gets covered the loss probably because it'd be like one in six one in five or something mm-hmm. so some fighters scared to say no. Yeah. Fight IQ of the card drops with 10 points and Q dog on the card. True. But he's got some power. Q dog by decision? I mean, may- you think he just grind him out? Maybe, eh? Take a look at that. Possible. Q dog by decision. Ah, it's possible. Plus 750. I mean, it's possible. I think that's the same odds it was for the Clark fight. That that was shocking for a lot of people. Everyone's probably that fight. This fight can go anywhere except for a submission. So it probably ends in the submission. Yeah, no, watch, eh? I think Shelby has a more spot for Iron making Dean look like a jackass and Jacoby stared on. Oh, yeah, 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 the close push. Uh, you guys think Derek's future Hall of Famer? Yes, 100%. Because, again, Antoine, he got the most knockout wins in the UFC with the 13. Um, let's talk about that fight. We're going to the main event right now, Marcel. Time for the main event, guys. We have Derek Lewis sitting on Sergey Spivak. 
five round heavier fight or less. I don't think this fight goes five rounds. I don't think it needs to be five rounds, but um, the biggest names on the, on the card. Sergey Spivak, minus 195, the Polar Bear, plus 165 for the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. Marcel, go ahead, give me your thoughts and give me your pick for this fight. Yeah, I think Derek Lewis gets back to his winning ways and knocks him out in the first round. That's what I think. Uh, Spivak had a good run, um, but I think Lewis knows he has to, has to win in the middle knockout here and early. Uh, I understand that maybe people thinking Spivak lasts lasts longer and he maybe wins, but I'm having uh, I'm having Lewis here via knockout in the first round. He definitely could knock him out, and it's like I don't want to underestimate Lewis because I mean the guy is. When I was doing the the my breakdown, I was writing it up today. Like I'm like looking at his resume, like okay, he's beat Francis, he beat Doc, he's beat Blades, he's beaten Volkov, he's, like, he's beaten a ton of guys. He's a great fighter. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. He's got the most knockouts in the UFC history. Okay, any weight class. But he's also, you know, 37. He's been knocked out himself. He's getting chinny. And I just think Spivak's so much younger. He's he's uh he's way younger, right? He's only 27. And he had a tough run to start his, de- his career with that debut loss to Will Harris, and he thought this guy was going to be terrible. He's turned it around. He's won five of six. Um, just, you know, he hasn't been beating guys like Derek Lewis. Though. That's the only thing, right? Like Sakai, Hardy, you're not as good. That being said, Marcel... I think the guy's making improvements every fight, and he's getting better. He's getting bigger. He's getting stronger. He's getting more nasty with his finishing ability. I think he grabs and pounds Derek Lewis. That's what I think happens here. But again, he could get knocked out. You know, you can't you can't discount him getting knocked out. Like Derek Lewis by knockout is, I mean, how could that not be a potential um, way this fight ends? Knockout for Derek Lewis plus two fifteen, Spivak plus one forty. Um, there might be a prop on either fighter ending the fight by knockout. Let me take a look. Either fighter by knockouts minus 200. I really think that's what happens here. Um, I don't think this fight... Uh, I mean, I guess he could get submitted, but I think someone gets finished, either ground and pound or, or knockout. I wonder what's feedback though, Marcel. Just because I, I I think um, he's on the up and Lewis is on the down, if that makes sense. So, if, if Sergey wins, what's the possible matchup for him? Huh, that's a good question. I mean, I think if he wins, they'd probably push him pretty high, right? Like... I'll have to look at the rankings. Do you have any do you have any suggestion? Let's see here. Uh well if he beats Lewis, I guess like Volkov maybe. Does Volkov have a fight book lined up? Does he have a fight lined up? Alexander Volkov? I don't think yeah. so, right? He does. Um I don't know. Okay. Well if Volkov has a what the, what did you say? Is Volkov yeah. fighting, or is he? Because he could fight him next if he wins the fight. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, he doesn't have a fight. Yeah, yeah that could do that fight. That makes sense. And honestly, if Lewis wins, I would like to still see that rematch because Volkov was winning four minutes and fifty seconds of that fight before that knockout, that Conor McGregor uh, Khabib card. I, I always mm-hmm. thought that fight should have been made again. I like uh, Marcus says he loves Spivak in the event. He'll feel Lewis finish Lewis is wrestling. Wouldn't be surprised if Lewis retires. Maybe, maybe Spivak inside the distance. That's what I'm thinking. Grounded pound. He could ruin it to him possibly. Thinks Lewis just washed up. I think his chin's going, but at the same time, like he's losing the best guys like Ty and, and Pavlovich. Like those guys are beasts. Sergey Moneyline, Lewis by knockout. Yeah, that, that could be work too. Looks like Usman will be on the Perth card. Wonder who he fights. Any uh, intel on that one? No, no idea. Spivak doesn't look comfortable on the feet. Doesn't look, don't like his style of wrestling as Lewis. Yeah. Should be Romanov Lewis. Yeah, Romanov too is another guy. Really good. Yeah, Umar's. I don't know if he was supposed to fight. Um, he was getting, yeah, he had some close decisions for sure. Absolutely, he gets the job done though, right? Um, Ronald, he did. Oh, yeah, that's right. He looked horrible again. Now I remember. Sorry, guys, that was so many fights. He didn't look good, but that fight should have been a draw. 
It should have been 10-8 and then two 10 runs. Yeah, it should have been a draw. I completely agree. All of this lost. Yeah, he's like over him, right? Glass Cannon, 100%. Always thought the same way. You guys, uh, Kiker France called Mikheyev. Oh, that'd be a good fight. Yeah, I didn't know we called him out. Did he really, Marcel? That's a great fight. I think Kai wins, but. I don't Mikheyev called him out. Oh. Uh, I don't I, think. I, I, read, I read it wrong. Sorry, because yeah. that makes more sense. I'm like, why did the number three guy call him out? You know, I, I think Kai wins that fight. He's got good Me too. Defense, and he's got way better striking. Lewis looked like a heart was in it. I kind of agree with that too. All right. Anything else in this card you want to move on to the quick Bellator preview here? Yeah, let's do the quick Bellator preview. Cool. All right, cool. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I'm looking forward to this card. I'm going to go with Bellator now. I'm going to pull up the card can here. It, yeah, okay. Put it on screen. For sure. Pull it up here, guys. Put it on the screen. Bellator 288. Uh, here it is. All right, cool. Let's get first to this close, one. Just closing those porn. I know, right? I had to close it really fast because you guys are like looking. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get to this card. Bellator, uh, 28, Nemkov, Anderson in Chicago. I, I don't think we need to go through all the fights, but there are a few I obviously want to Just the main through. card, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Vadim Nemkov and Corey Anderson, the rematch. Uh, actually, Ander- Anderson's the favorite now. I picked him the first fight. He should have won. I've heard him talk about this, and he basically said he knew he was gonna it was gonna be a no contest because three rounds hadn't been finished, but he wanted to do the honorable thing, which I can commend, but at the same time, I think he shouldn't have said anything. You would be the champ right now, and you wouldn't have to fight again. You know, Marcel? Like that's mm-hmm. my my thoughts. If you're not cheating, you're not trying in MMA. <clears throat> Corey Anderson minus two twenty five, Vadim Nankov plus one seventy five. I think Anderson wins. I think he's a different fighter now in the than he was in the UFC. Nemkov's good, but I think Anderson's got the wrestling as he showed in the first fight to beat him. There's no reason to pick Nemkov here unless you really think he can make that adjustment from that first fight, which I don't believe he will. So I think Anderson wins. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Anderson wins the fight, I think, as well, you know. How can you not pick him after that last one? So, yeah. I mean... You're not getting plus money anymore. No, unless Nemkov had a huge... How do you say that? Made a lot of improvements in the in, in the last four f- four or five months. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm picking Anderson as well, and I think Anderson, um, yeah, what what a great uh, deal he made, right? To go to Bellator, to go from the USC to Bellator. So yeah, absolutely. Um, FanDuel doesn't have Bellators. I think they do actually because I've seen them on there. But DraftKings has them for sure. Thoughts on Nets who are joining Bellator lightweight division? He's an awesome fighter. I bet on him <laughs> against uh, Adam Piccolotti, and that was easy money. Should Mansour get the winner? Who's my pivot? Probably, but I, he'll probably have to fight one more time. Anderson by late knockout, I think so. Nemkov by knockout or is a hedge, possibly. Are Fedor and Khabib going to be in attendance? Uh, yeah, for maybe? sure. Maybe, yeah. There's all these Baltimore All right. Uh, what am I? All right. Pitbull and Usman. I mean, Usman's minus 500, Pitbull plus 375. Uh, Usman wins. I'm confident he wins. You could parlay them too. What do you think? Yeah, me too. You know, the thing is only that with Usman, I think if they were smart, they would have done Patricky against Tufik Musayev, the rematch, you know. Yeah. And Usman, the thing with Usman is he's fighting the champion without fighting, fighting a ranked opponent before. That's really crazy. fighting a top contender. It just looks so impressive though, right? Like, Yeah, I agree. And that's why he's a huge favorite as well, I think, to win here. Yeah. you know. And I think he should win here as well. Because for me, I like Patricky Pitbull, but I always thought he was the less impressive brother of the two. Oh. You know? So, uh, yeah. He's had some nice wins throughout his career. Like the Josh Thompson, True. Benson Henderson. This last one was sorry, but I mean, he beat Peter Cooley, who's not very good, and to win the belt. It's not really a legit title fight. That one really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Daniel Weichel against Timur <clears throat> Kizriev. Uh, Kizriev is a favorite here, minus 200. Weichel plus 240. Weichel's got six, 55 fights, 
Um, he's a very experienced guy. He is. Uh, he's definitely pulled off some upsets through his career. I want to say he was a favorite there. Which fight was he? Oh, yeah, against Keanu Diggs. He was a dog. He's had a lot of experience in Belter, but what do you think? I don't trust a dude who loses yeah. to Pedro Carvalho. You know? I know. So, uh, Kiz Riaf, he got a great win over Bieber Tumenov not too long ago. Um, this guy right is, here? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Albert's little brother. This that's is a really right. good fighter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm I'm with the Dagestani here, man. I think this is like this is like Bellator looking at is our established guy still good enough to be here, or is he is the are the more uh, unknown talented guys are surpassing this guy? You know, this, and that's that ones... this is the guy that died, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's crazy. I'm with you. I mean, you have to pick this guy, right? Like, mm. and Bellator. <laughs> Honestly, Marcel, most of these – whenever the Delta does these fights, the prospect usually wins when they have these mismatches. Another one here, Tyrell Fortune against Daniel James. Um, Daniel James is 40 already, man. At first, I was like, Daniel Jones is in Bellator now? That's the quarterback of the New York Giants. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell is Daniel James? Fortune minus 300, James plus 240. How could you pick this guy, James? How can you pick him here, Marcel? You can't, I right? don't. No. <laughs> How can you pick this dude? I, you know what? This is – Oh, he beat that Pessoa guy. Um, and Martin, yeah, yeah, these I, are some good wins, man. I, and he got pulled from his last fight due to use of banned substance. He was supposed oh. to fight in Bellator already. He actually has some decent wins, to be honest. Yeah, an ACB, I think, and an LFA. He's been a veteran for eight years. Okay, he's got some decent wins. He's better than I thought at first, but, I mean, what, is he going to get taken down and grounded out, basically? Grounded I think for, Fortune obviously has to win this fight, dude, if he wants to make another run at the top of the division. So, sure. yeah. I think Fortune wins. I think he wins for sure. And then opening up the main card, Roman Frawl against Levon Shokelly. And uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I don't know if George is in the chat. He probably has the correct pronunciation. But Roman's minus 190, Levon plus 155. Marcel, I've got to be honest. Like, I know Levon is a solid fighter, but, like, I'm confident Roman beats him, man. I think Me Roman's too. a monster. Look at this guy's record. Like, Yeah, but. He's, I know he's being. I know the guys aren't good, but, like, the way. It's just so easy. Like True. Yeah, but you're right. The, this is a step up, I guess, right? Yeah, but the thing that really bothers me is that these guys are ranked now. And while you give a ranked guy, you're still going to give him, like, non-ranked guy, you know? They're building him up. But at a certain moment, you shouldn't build any more up. And you just – I don't say they have to put him against, like, the top of the division yet, but at least somebody who's ranked if he's ranked as well, you know? So, yeah, that's how I think about it. And that's what um, – we said it here uh, in, in the chat – uh, let me see. Um, let me get some comments. Which one? Uh, no, I'm I'm searching for. I saw it and now I don't see it anymore. That the prelims were stacked with with the uh, yeah. Prospect. John Beezer said that prelims are loaded with prospect. Yeah, but all matched up with guys they should win against. You know, and that's a huge problem I have with Bellator all the time. They're doing that. And occasionally they will lose. Like where's that guy? Uh, remember that dude that lost? That he was a huge favorite. I can't remember his name now. Yeah, that's uh, Cody Cody Law who fought yeah, that guy. Yeah, so occasionally they will lose. But like, let's be honest. It's like Jordan Newman guy destroys this dude. Um, Lucas Brennan destroys this guy. Like these fights yeah. aren't close. Sullivan Carly destroys the guy. There was one other fight that got canceled. Jalen Bates and Jordan Lugo. That would have yeah. been a good fight. That's too bad that got canceled. Um, just a couple comments here from some people in the chat. Yeah. <sighs> Do you guys think Usman will come UFC later in his career? Maybe. Not right now. It's like Islam is lightweight champion, right? He's under so contract right and, and his co cousin or friend, I guess. Yeah. Not right now. No. But that was the, that was the, that's the, the plan. 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 That was the plan, yeah. Thoughts on Megan Anderson's accusations. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, 
Megan Anderson's an idiot. I mean, I'm just tired of her. I don't I don't like her Twitter. <laughs> she's one of the worst Twitters out there. Blocks everyone who disagrees with her. Um, does not like, respond to criticism. Basically outed her friend as a, as a cheater, cheating on her husband. Our former friend, a colleague at ESPN because they both work with each other. That's fucked. She's not gonna last long in this. In this in the, at her she's job. like she's, she's like the she's like the fighting equivalent of uh, Amy Kaplan. That's funny, but you know, Marcel, like I just think outing your coworker like that is just wrong. Like, yeah. and maybe it's true. Maybe James Cross and Laura together. I, I don't know. I have, I have no clue. To be honest, I don't really care. Yeah, I, just, I don't give I, a fuck. I don't know why she had to bring that up on Twitter. I think it's so immature of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like her. I don't get the appeal. Um, not trying to be overly mean here, but. She's not very nice either from what I'm seeing. Um, so I don't really care. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I just think to do that to your coworker, because they're both at ESPN, right? You know that, right? Yeah. And I wonder what's going to happen backstage. <laughs> Maybe someone's going to get slapped. <laughs> like, the, we're going to have a Will Smith moment. I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing to say. I mean, maybe there's something behind it, but I thought what Jeff Bolina said, that seemed to be more true. Like, she was lazy and didn't want to spar, and then she would only spar, Jeff. like, uh, soccer moms and not broke their nose or something. You yeah, Jeff, that, right? Jeff, Jeff buried her, dude. <laughs> I, I I believe Jeff more than her. Do you? Yeah. 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 Like I said, Jeff buried there. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that, man. Sorry to back uh, JDM set up. Yeah. Pereira would be a good fight. Pereira was at Michelle Pereira. He was at uh, the event um, last week. He was in the crowd. Usman, Umar Usman. Yeah, they are. Michelle and Neil Magny, JDM and D-Rod. Okay. That would be fine too. I'm okay with that. Burns and Magny, Antoine. That'd be fine. I mean, it looks like Maslow doesn't want to fight, eh? Might as well keep yeah. turning down this fight. I think Burns should move on at this point. He's got a fight again, and he hasn't fought since the Kamza K- K- fight, I think, in in April. But I, I I think the UFC gave him a lot of money behind the yeah. scenes for that fight. There are too many guys who are feeling like entitled. Yeah, entitled to get something they don't deserve. You know what I mean? Like Maswell's waiting for a title shot. He's never yeah. getting it. No, he does not deserve a title shot. Maswell needs to win a fight. Maswell was the biggest star in the UFC three years ago. He was the biggest star for about a year or so. I think he, I really do think he was after he knocked out Ben Oscar and beat Nate Diaz and yeah. Darren, Darren Till. Like that, yeah. that, that win streak. And then that fight with Usman, he took a short notice, basically, like where he got pushed against the fence was horrible for his career. Hooker and Turner being ahead of Usman Gulov. Yeah, I think Usman Gulov is ranked too low, but he doesn't fight often enough. That's the problem. Completely agree. Oh, Sullivan Collier, yeah, for sure. Well, Cruden, Alonzo uh, being booked with next to Asma, the professional. That's a good question. Asma's ranked, I think, too. Yeah. Or not anymore. Oh, he's not? Fif- okay. Fif- 15 or not anymore. I don't know if somebody entered the ranking recently. Khalil Roundtree, Dustin Jacoby. Yeah. Dustin, he's, Dustin, yeah. Khalil. Like that. Yeah. He's not ranked anymore. He was 15. He's now 16. I saw an accusation of Megan Mary for rooming to get a US visa. I mean, I have no idea about that, but like, when you are out there um, opening up a can of worms, it's going to come back to haunt you. You know what I mean, Marcel? Mm-hmm. I just think it was extremely unprofessional for what you did, for what you wrote. Because, again, they're, 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 they're co-workers. If yeah. I outed a co-worker like that, I, I mean, I, no one would ever talk to me again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the truth. Again, there could be some truth behind that, but I don't know. So weird PFL cross-motion with uh, SFT. What's that? What's SFT? Oh, know. there was that card in the weekend. I know John was watching that card, our boy John here. Aline Pereira, that's that's uh Alex's sister's fighting that yeah. thing. Can't wait for that, man. Were you guys favoring the interim featherweight title fight? Oh, that's a great question, Antoine. Holy Jair. crap. Do you? Yeah, Jair. So I picked Jair in his last fight against Brian. <laughs> and I mean that fight was weird. I think he's really good. Um and then Josh is a guy I've kind of underrated, honestly, guys. Like 
But he me throws too, because hammers. I'm he picking Jair again. Those fucking hammers, Marcel. He's got so much power. He can go five rounds too. I think that's a hard fight to call. You, I honestly don't have a lean. I have to think about it more. I just hope it. I hope they stay healthy. I think it's a great fight. If someone doesn't, if someone falls out, Arnold Allen has to fill in. I will say this though: Arnold Allen doesn't have the quality wins that these guys have, in my opinion. Do you agree? Arnold Allen has an injured hand, so he's, he's hurt. But like, yeah. his, I know he's got ten wins, Marcel. But his best win is against an injured cavalcator. You know, yeah, that's the problem I have because he fights once a year. And that's, I agree. That's on him. He could have fought more. Who was your husband that worked at ESPN? Uh, who? I'm not sure. I, don't know. I was saying that Laura Sanko and and uh, Megan both work at ESPN now. I'm just saying yeah. they're probably gonna see each other backstage at some point. Gonna see what what happens there. Um, That's just stupid because they also had a show together. I think so. They used to. Laura like, yeah, and Fancy Pants or something. It was called. Yeah, I remember she was also like uh, being an idiot about a, a, a thing James Lynch said once on his show, which wasn't really that. that I remember good. that now. Mean tweet or something like that. I remember yeah. this. Yeah, I wasn't even the tweet. He said it on the show. What yeah, James didn't say anything bad. I think someone sent her a clip of it, and maybe someone will send her a clip of this. I don't. Even, I don't really I, care. I, I think James said like it was the fight against Cyborg, and that Megan was going was a little bit overrated. He said, "Yeah, I don't think it was I, that bad." What he yeah, said he not at all. No, I mean this again. I don't have an issue with her, but she's gonna go out there and you oh, know with, with, uh, with Casey Kenny. Throw, yeah, Casey Kenny. That was Kenny shouldn't have said what he said. Okay, true, but, but still blown up proportion. I know, but I'm saying like those who cast stones from glass houses. You know, Mar you know that quote. Like when you're out there throwing shade at your co-workers and, and former best friends that's messed up bro that's just messed up i i honestly i gotta be honest with yourself i i hate people like that in, in life that turn on their friends you know there's people i'm not friends with anymore but i'm not gonna go and publicly like out them you know what i mean yeah bro i hate I, that bro I, I i tell you honestly dude if people know what i tell my friends or what i'm talking to with my friends in real life i would have been canceled like five years ago you know what i mean that that that's how it is you know and that's yeah. that's what it, it's just like why do we need to be like that you know okay. i mean you can't say this you can't say that because that guy got uh, how do you say that um is is appalled to it and this and that you you don't know for example, when I'm with my friends here, what we say against each other, it's kind of crazy, but we have kind of dark humor. You know what I mean? I got so, it. <laughs> that's the thing. You got to be careful what you say because you never know if something turns on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's why on Twitter, I'm always like really like. Same. Yeah. Try to be like uh, diplomary, diplomatic yeah. or whatever. Diplomatic, that yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> How's Megan make a link? I think she does. Well, she works at ESPN now. She does interviews for them and then she does like Twitch, I think. People pay her to watch her play video games, which I never understood. I got maybe some of you guys like that. I don't get it. I don't you understand know, that at all, to be honest. You, with you. I, why would you want to watch someone else play video games? Like, you I know what? Don't get it. I got sorry. You I know what I like? You know what I like? That's also maybe weird. You got these people who are watching like old video clips of the eighties and the nineties, and they're reacting to it on YouTube. Oh, that's something. Some, yeah, those I, videos I, do way better than this. <laughs> I, I like watching that. I think okay, that's fun. Enough. But I would never pay for it. You know what I, know I mean? What you mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> Andrew Taylor, I don't know much about this guy. I know he's maybe fighting Jake Paul. I honestly don't know. I think he's like kind of controversial yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I don't really know anything about him. I got to be honest. Megan also, yeah, yeah. That's a fun, I, actually, I don't know this guy either. I don't watch his videos. It's I mean, actually funny. I was at the, I was near the, how do you say, the gas station. And uh, the, that guy knew me as a, as a mailman. So he's like, dude, I haven't seen you for a long time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm now doing like uh, MMA, uh, covering MMA, writing about yeah, MMA yeah. full time. He's like, oh, that's great. So uh, you also write about Andrew Tate. 
I was like, dude, I have no idea who is that. You know, that was a couple of months ago. Who is that? He's like, yeah, he's a he's a famous kickboxer. I was like, I don't know him, dude. I really don't know much about this guy either. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like kind of controversial on some on Twitter. Yeah, you gotta go back and watch the podcast we did the main card pre- preview. But to answer your question, we both picked the favorites in his fights. Yeah, Marcus, if you pick purchase Bellator, what changes you immediately make to be more competitive? Do you see? That's a really good question, Marcus. Um, that's a really really good question. I first off would never go head to head with the UFC. I think when they both do it on Saturday, <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things they could do. Are they both on this Saturday? No, Friday and Saturday. Okay, yeah. it makes because like I think that's I think you hurt your your fans because yeah. fans, especially hardcore fans, want to watch both. So that's one change I would make. Um, I would uh, you know stop doing these egregious mismatches where the guys are minus three thousand. I don't I don't like fights like that. I don't think you need to see the fights like that. Um, maybe look to sign some more talented free agency. Some guys that get released on UFC or something. Um, I know they don't like doing that as much anymore, but there's some good talent out there. I don't know. I, I think you know they could sign Eddie Alvarez. Maybe you should look at him because this is like Dana White wants to bring him back. I Adam, think they could take a look at Eddie. What are you gonna say? Got to bring this up. PFL, fifty bucks. Yeah. Thoughts. PFL, who's paying for it? I mean, everyone we've talked to, we work in the fucking industry, is not paying for it. <laughs> no like, way. Who's 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 paying for this? Um, fifty bucks. They're nuts. No one's paying for this. Uh, I think the card's really good. I'll give it yeah, that. But this is a card you should put on TV, on ESPN, or whatever it is. Big, big ESPN. Asking people to pay fifty dollars this card is ridiculous. I'm, I'm up. I'm up on it. I'll, I'll, I'm sure <laughs> there'll be a fine, I'll find a way to watch it. But it's also like I like PFL, but like I, you know, this card I want to watch to be yeah. fair because it's the finals and they're good fights. But like I don't go on my. It, sometimes I don't go on my way. Like if there's something better to do, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Whereas the UFC, I, I don't miss it. Bro, fifty fucking bucks. Then that's how could someone become an MMA writer? Well, I mean, I've been doing this for 12, 12 years, dude. So I started doing it in 2010. I went to school for journalism and I wanted to do MMA. Everyone thought it was crazy because sport was still kind of new then. It's kind of grinding my way up. That's all I can tell you. I mean, Marcel has been grinding forever too. It took him a long time to find a job himself. I I, I didn't go to school for journalism school, so I've just been lucky, you know. Yeah, that's, for sure. I mean, I, I still think I'm lucky too, because like it's hard to get a job, man. But I've worked my ass off. Like I've been yeah. through so much in this industry, guys. Like it's crazy. I've worked for so many websites. Like I have a good spot now, but I don't work full time in MMA anymore. It's my part time job now, and my full time job is awesome. Like it's you, I have a good job. You know so, what the funny thing is, man. Um, I always wanted to be a sports writer. I always wanted yeah. to do it for for soccer. You know, football, yeah, yeah, yeah. for soccer. Yeah. And then I I just didn't make it in school. You know, my my but the thing is like if I'm not interested in something. I'm not interested, you know, and then you still have to get those grades to be at that go to there. But I yeah. just wasn't interested. I'm not, a, I wasn't a serious guy when I was 15, 16 years of age, you know, yeah. and I wasn't working towards something. And now it's like, uh, you have to, you have to grind, you know, and I, I yeah. got kind of lucky as well, you know? So uh, I don't, I don't say, I, I still think I work hard enough, you know, in the industry with, with stuff to to get a chance, you know, but other people were more deserving, maybe, you know, but I'm happy I got the chance, you know. Yeah, I was thinking, it's just crazy, man. I'm 34 now, guys, and, like, I started doing this. I made the decision, like, the MMA when I was, like, 20 or 21, like, over yeah. half my life, like, or, like, almost half my life ago. It's crazy, right? Like, it's, the years go by very fast. I want to be four years old in the fear. I'm like, holy shit, I've been writing with MMA for 20 fucking years. And, and the thing also yeah. now is, it's like, when we were younger, like when we were 15, 14, there was nothing like, oh, I want to be an MMA journalist or I want to be yeah. an MMA writer. You know, you get like Ariel Olani was there, you know, we was interviewing the guys. 
and maybe some other guys, but it wasn't really like now. Right now, you've got guys who are like 17 years old, 18 yeah. years old, who want to be like an MMA rider, and they have a purpose, you know. When we were younger, yeah. it wasn't really a thing, you know. I just right now, a good luck, though, Marcel, because this is a, such a hard industry to find a job in. Like, it's just, there's not many jobs, and even if you get one, like, they don't – most of the jobs are not high-paying. Yeah. I have a job outside of MMA that pays me really well now, but it took me a long time to get here, you know. When I was in MMA – um i did okay for some of the years and then like the last couple of years i was working for like you know seven or eight websites so i was making really good money but that's because i was working seven days a week you know like that's kind of like our boy james like he i don't think he, i'm not saying he works seven days every week but the amount of interviews he does the volume like our friend cole like they they have to do it like that because i think those like jobs that are like from, like a junkie or fighting they're just they come up every once every five or ten years like those are hard jobs to get like yeah. so if you're if you want to do this it's just like you have to think about it. Like, I, you know, I, I, I would definitely encourage people to do it because if you love it, if you have a passion for it, do it. But you have to really think about it because honestly, man, like I think if I chose to do something else, I'd probably be like more ahead financially. But I love what I do and I've always enjoyed it so much, man, that I don't regret it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just my journey. But everyone's journey is different as I always talk about in any way of life. <clears throat> Anything else, Marcel? Um, no, that's it. That's it. I think that was a good way to end the podcast, actually. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Yeah. Marcel, uh, plug your stuff, my friend, and, and let's get out of here. We go Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram and Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MMMartinPodcast and MMMartinPodcast.com. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Bookies.com. Got my best bets coming out tomorrow. Um, MiamiNews.com for some news. I'm mean, Osberger for your odds. We'll be back next Monday, Marcel. <laughs> 5 p.m. Eastern. That'll be next Monday. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And just to answer this guy's question, a local last year I left uh, working at MMA full time. I do, I still work in it part time. I work for a couple of websites. I st I'm still making a decent actually living part time. But my full time job is with Boogies.com. It's an awesome job. I write about odds, betting odds. I write about like um, betting bonuses and like uh, how to sign up and stuff like that. If you go check it out, you'll see it like evergreen content and stuff like it's. And then I do write MMA for them, but like. That's not like the main focus there, but it's good. You know, I got to be honest with myself. I, I made that decision because they paid me more money, like, quite yeah. frankly, but it was the right call because it's gave me so much more freedom to like spend time with my daughter, you know, working seven days a week was, I mean, it was unsustainable, honestly. And this job literally got a message on LinkedIn like a year ago or like, yeah, like, like, like right after my daughter was born, some guy messaged me on LinkedIn was like, Hey, are you interested in this job? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I guess I'm like, this doesn't, I'm like, is this real? Because the guy's telling me the money. I'm like, it sounds really good. And it turned out to be good. And I've been there for over a year now. And I've been there full-time coming up on on, uh, on next next two weeks, Marcel. I've been there for, for a year. So it's been a year since I left BJ Penn, which was my full-time job for like three years, I think, which was also a good job. BJ Penn was pretty good. BJ Penn was good too. I actually like working there. Um, But uh, I, I mean, I, I, I lucked out for sure, man. I have, a, I have a good gig right now, you know, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very lucky. Um, and then I still get to do this on the side, which is just the best, the best of both worlds, you know? So very, very happy. Anyways, that's to answer the question. We'll be back on Monday, guys, at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. We're uh, recapping this card, and then we'll talk about PFL as well. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Take care, everyone. Bye.